the righteousness of faith. Father, we come before you right now to hear your word, to hear your voice, to understand what you are saying unto us for this time, for this day, to know your will and to follow you. We bless you. We thank you. We ask you to get in the midst of what's being said and what's being heard and help your word and what's being brought forth in revelation to land on the hearts of all those that hear and believe. And I ask you, Father, for results. I ask you, Father, for manifestation of your promises in these lives of these, the listeners that are listening for your voice. And I declare the voice of a stranger they will not follow as you watch over them and watch over your word in their life to perform it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now open with me to the book of Job, chapter 1. And in the first chapter, we're going to read about a man named Job. And we're going to declare that sin conscience allows fear unto death. Sin conscience will open up the door to the enemy, the devil, and allow him to bring in tormenting thoughts. And those tormenting thoughts yielded to, believed, and acted on will bring forth destruction. But you, my friend, you, the believer of the Lord Jesus Christ, you that are born again and are new creations in Christ Jesus, you that are righteous by faith in his blood, you do not fear death. You do not have a sin conscience. You have a conscience that is in line and intact with the righteousness of God that you are. You believe who you are. You're not confused about who you are. You know and identify with your true nature and your nature is the righteousness of God created in righteousness and true holiness conformed to the image of Christ because you meditate in his word day and night and you have been transformed by by the renewing of your mind and what already is has become a reality in your life and is continuing to bear fruit as the Father is teaching you, correcting you, directing you, and perfecting you. So I ask you, stay open to him. Stay correctable, stay teachable, listen to him, and allow your life to be governed by his spirit and led in peace. Feed on his word. It's so essential. Feed on his word. We'll get more into that afterwards and later on. But right now in Job chapter 1, first verse, there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil or abstained from and shunned evil. The Bible tells us in the Proverbs and in the Psalms and other places that the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, to to stand against evil. The fear of the Lord hates sin. The fear of the Lord is against sin. And the fear of the Lord 
in a righteousness conscience is awe and wonder and reverence and respect and worship in a pure, comfortable, peaceable, loving place. It's a, it's a place of awe. It's a place of fear and trembling, not trembling because you're scared and you're worried that something bad's going to come upon you, but trembling at the power and the presence of the Lord God Almighty who manifests himself in your life and gives you revelation of who he is. The fear of the Lord, the fear of God is a good thing. It's a healthy thing and it's required and it's desired of all those that are righteous by faith. If you are truly righteous by faith, you will fear God. That is a righteousness conscience, fear of God. A sin conscience, fear of God, or just fear in general, is fear of death. It's fear of punishment. It's fear of being put down. It's fear of being overcome and defeated. It's fear that something wrong, something bad, something evil, something wicked, something painful is going to come upon you. It's fear that God is angry at you and that his wrath is going to come upon you because you haven't had perfect behavior even though he's made you righteous and clean and pure. No, we don't fear God with a sin conscience. We fear him with a righteous conscience. And here's this man Job. He feared God. He shunned evil. (laughs) And then we'll skip down to verse 8. And this is the Lord speaking with the adversary. Because the adversary was, well, let's go to verse 7. And the Lord said unto Satan, where did you come from? And then Satan answered the Lord and said, from going to and fro in the earth and from walking up and down in it. And the Lord has said unto Satan, have you set your heart upon my servant Job? There is none like him. There's none like Job in the earth. A perfect and an upright man. One that fears God and eschews evil. He shuns evil. He abstains from what is wrong. Hallelujah. And then Satan goes into accusing Job before the Lord God. Well, God didn't take it. But the problem is Job was in pressure. He was under pressure. He had some things going on in him that he did not like, and it had to do with his sons. He said of his sons in the fifth verse, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. It may be. Job in verse 5 began offering sacrifices to the Lord for the sins of his sons, but he was doing it in fear. He was doing it thinking they might have done it. Not that they necessarily did it, but they might have done it. Job was drifting off into a sin conscience. He was considering sin. He he knew his sons were doing some things that he didn't approve of, and he got into a sin conscience. He wasn't in that righteous conscience. He started fearing and worrying and giving place to the suggestions of the enemy who was trying to gain access into his life. Fear will open the door to, it'll open the gate to, and pave a way for the enemy into your life if you let it go go on. In chapter 2, verse 3, Hast thou considered my servant Job that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears God, one that worships God, one that abstains from, eschews evil, and still he holds fast his integrity? Although you move me against him, 
or told me to destroy him without cause? There was Satan trying to tell the Lord God Almighty, who loved his servant Job, to destroy him. But God wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Satan's accusing him and saying, he's this, he's that, he's the other. The same thing that the enemy was speaking to Job and to his wife, he was speaking to God. He was speaking to the Lord. Oh, the audacity of that being. Anyways, Job chapter 3, 25. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come unto me. The Hebrew says, I feared a fear, and it came upon me. Job feared a fear, and it came upon him. He just gave us a clue here how this thing came in. Job thought he was doing right. He was fearing. He was doing what he thought was right, but he was doing it out of a sin conscience. He got off. He got in a perverted sense of the fear of the Lord, and he went from fear of punishment and it gave place to the enemy. He says in the 26th verse, I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. I'm telling you that the formula for defeat is fear. The spirit of fear is a spirit of torment. It's a spirit of torment and fear of punishment because of doing wrong things. It's the fear of not doing right and getting wrong. It's the fear of being punished by the Lord God. But we are not afraid. We're not of those who draw back unto perdition, but those that believe unto the saving of our soul. We trust our Father. We trust His love for us. We know He's not going to torment us and punish us and come against us in any which way, shape, or form. He will correct. He will direct. He will perfect. And He will discipline. But He's not going to punish you when he already put the punishment on the Lord Jesus Christ on that cross, who bore that sin in his body on that tree so that you would be dead to sin and live to righteousness. Now remember, you must have a righteousness conscience for fear, the fear of the Lord God Almighty to be a healthy fear. Do you understand? Now look at chapter 4. Verse 4, your words have held firm him who was falling, and you have strengthened the feeble knees. But now it has come upon you, and you faint and are grieved. It touches you, and you're troubled and dismayed. Is not your fear of God your confidence? And the integrity and uprightness of your ways your hope? Think, I beg of you, who being innocent ever perished? Or where were those upright and right standing with God cut off. God is going to watch over you, the Father. You worship Him. You fear Him. You stand in your righteousness by faith and you fix your conscience on that righteousness and you don't let the accusations of the enemy come in and try to talk you out of who you are and who He made you to be and how much the Father loves you. You will not be cut off by Him. You will not give place to the enemy and he'll stand as your defense and he'll send his angels to chase that devil off and get him out of your life. As you submit yourself to God, resist the devil and the devil will flee. Now he's going to try to come back because he's a persistent, lying, accusing adversary. 
And as long as he's in existence and before he gets into that pit for a thousand years in that lake of fire, he's going to keep on coming back. But you stay and stand fast in the fear of the Lord God and you will not have the fear of the enemy and the torment and the trouble and all the destruction that comes from that. In Jesus' name, no fear. You understand? Sin conscience allows fear unto death and we are not going to go there my friend now let's go over to psalm 112 and let's see some things on the righteousness of god and no fear hallelujah 112 psalm 112 we're just going to read this entire psalm are you ready first verse praise ye the lord blessed is the man that fears the lord that delights greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright, upright, right, shall be blessed. Wealth and riches in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. When darkness is trying to come upon you, when the enemy is lying and speaking doubt and, and torment towards you, unto you the righteousness of God by faith, and you stand on the word of God that you are righteous and that his word before you is true and he has not changed his mind because you did something wrong no there will arise light in that darkness because you are gracious and full of compassion and righteous a good man shows favor and lends he will guide his affairs with discretion surely he the righteous man that is blessed shall not be moved forever the righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance he shall not be afraid of evil tidings or bad tidings or bad news or wicked things. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. The fear of the Lord is trusting the Lord. The fear of the Lord is walking with him. The fear of the Lord is believing him. The fear of the Lord is honoring him. The fear of the Lord is what keeps you balanced in the love of God and staying on the right path. If you get into the fear of the Lord all the way into an extreme, you're going to be scared. If you get into the love of God to an extreme, you're going to think nothing matters, everything goes. But if you stand fast right down the center with the fear of the Lord God Almighty and His love, you're going to stay in a place of purity. You're going to stay in a place of honoring Him. You're not going to try to take advantage of His grace and His word and all that He's given unto you saying, well, I can get away with anything because I know He'll forgive me. He's already done it in Jesus Christ. Jesus already paid for it. You truly respect and honor what he's done for you through Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection. You will be in awe. You will be in reverence. You'll be so grateful and thankful. You will stand fast in the fear of the Lord. You will shun evil. You will not even want to touch it or even think about it, let alone do it. And your love for him in keeping his commandments, that love that's been poured into your heart, oh, is going to keep you, is going to keep you balanced. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. Verse 7. He shall not be afraid of bad news. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid. He will see his desire upon his enemies. He is dispersed. He's given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn, his horn, his strength shall be exalted with honor. His horn. 
His horn shall be exalted with honor. This denotes prosperity and triumph, victory over the enemy, over the adversaries. The wicked shall see it and be grieved. He shall gnash with his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. You stand fast in the fear of the Lord. You stand fast keeping his word and keeping his commandments. You fix your heart trusting in the Lord. How do you fix your heart? How do you establish your heart? You set it firmly in place with words. You feed on his word. You take his word into your heart. You meditate on his word. You speak his word and believe it in your heart and you will not be afraid. If fear of death and torment won't come unto you, your conscience will not be defiled with sin and destruction. It'll be fixed trusting in the Lord, standing in the righteousness of God that you are, and you will have triumph and victory and prosperity over all wicked attacks of the enemy. And in fact, they will be grieved, gnash with their teeth, melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Glory to God. So I'm telling you, stand fast in the fear of the Lord. Believe he loves you. Go forth prospering and to prosper. Remember, righteousness, conscience, in the fear of the Lord, not a sin conscience, in the fear of the Lord, and you will be protected from the adversary, the enemy, and his accusations. They will come, but when you stand in that boldness that the proverb says, the righteous are bold as a lion, you will not be moved, because you Fix your heart. And if you'd like more on fixing the heart, go back to previous episodes. We've done it before. And I'm telling you, it'll yield great results in your life. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. And may you go forth and be blessed in all that you do today. Remember, the righteous by faith shall live.